Well, hello and welcome to Life Coach Radio. I am your hostess, Coach Kathleen, and I am here along with my wonderful co-hostess, Dr. Monica Bennett. Hello, Kathleen. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Monica? Wonderful. A wonderful day today. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) As every day. That's so true. You know, kind of sounds, you know, I don't know, a little trite or something, but uh, it is. It's, you know, the way you look at it and all that. It's a rainy day and it's a warm summer rainy day. I like it. Well, you know, we need the rain. Um, It's been a pretty dry summer. Yeah, true. And the rain is always welcome. I know the tree is always appreciated. All the all the vegetation appreciates it, and it's it's nice to have. Uh, it's a different feeling when it rains and it's cloudy, mm. and mm-hmm. so it's it's always welcome. It is all of it is. It really you know except for this extreme stuff. I get it, right? Who oh, wants to course. welcome? You know, but that's nature. Nature's doing its thing, and we have to honor nature and be understanding of the our connection to it and all that so that we don't go unconscious and think that we can exploit it right and all that kind of stuff but well this is true this is true which is another conversation (laughs) yeah i'll leave that to other people yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i just you know i just i think it's pretty clear to me monica that this role of the feeling of appreciation like I've never understood before in my life. It's like, hey, don't you appreciate your life? You're waking up every day. You're alive, mm, blah, blah, mm, blah. Mm, and mm. it can sound like blah, 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 right? It can sound like, oh, shut up. What are you talking about? Yeah. What about my problems and all that? But, uh, yeah, even if you can have a little pocket of any kind of appreciation, I'm told. Like you want to have you want to have the big deal thing to appreciate, but don't wait on that. Mm. Right. And and just appreciate the fact that you do have, um, you know, the awareness that you are alive and that you have uh, a lot going on that you can appreciate. So we're going to get right into a conversation that we're calling Love It Behind, Love It Behind. Right. And I think about these things on the level of coaching and also for my own life, how I can understand myself better and what the heck's going on with me. As to why I'm having a tough time, which I don't think there's anybody that doesn't have a tough time all through the day, as advanced as you may be, even if you're the, I don't know, what people think are these people that are really highly evolved here, like the Pope or something. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but remember, everybody's a human being with their problems. But um, uh, everybody, the Dalai Lama, all of them, even the, the people that we listen to and we look out there and we go, wow, you must have it all together. Mm. But um, everybody is, that's why, you know, these, these things that I see that are put out there, that's true. Hey, before you judge other people, walk in their shoes for a little while, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But loving it behind came, Monica, from, from me sitting every day going, okay, what the heck's going on here, Kathleen? Why are you feeling these feelings that don't feel so good? And, um, and then listening to really wonderful, wonderful uh, resources that helped me to put it in a different perspective and uh, really helped me out. And I believe it would help, help anybody. If you feel like you want, like, you know how people say, Monica, it's like, oh, just put it behind you. Forget mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As if that's going to be easy breezy, but it's not. Some of these things are heavy laden and it's going to be kind of hard to just leave it behind, right? 
So I decided to call it loving it behind because that feels softer to me. And I believe that that is what we can do. Doesn't mean that it didn't happen and that you would actually, you know, not still have a negative feeling about it because it was something that was kind of big, bad and awful. Mm -hmm. But uh, can I redefine what that means? The word love, right? And put it in charge of the experience that's holding me back, right? Like not, not feeling the free flow of life because I'm holding on to something that, for the most part, it feels heavy and it mm. feels like pain and it feels like trauma, right? Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean. Yeah, well, the word love is probably the most powerful word in our language to love and right. I think it's the glue that holds everything together um, it's been said that that's that's the right. glue that's that's what you, the universe it's held together by this this vibration this frequency that is is love mm -hmm, uh, it, mm -hmm. it's 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 a it's a feeling um, is it a verb it's a feeling it's a feeling mm -hmm. of um, do you love your life do you love your self do you love your your family do you love your everything about you do you love your eyes do you love your hand do you love it's it's what if we didn't have the love our bodies would not cease to live because it, that's when disease starts coming in when we disconnect from our our essence our our um who who we are as a human as the, these beings it's held together by harmony and harmony is part of love it's it's this flow it's this energy that it's it's uh it's a movement that is in like a symphony it's it, mm, it just mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. very coherent mm, and mm -hmm. w without it everything is a little bit sketchy or and um so loving something behind is is allowing it to just be free it's letting it go to a point where um can think about it but we don't dwell on it we don't fester on it we don't ruminate on it we can love it for i mean i used to be so tortured to myself right and and really be so hard on myself and that wasn't loving at all. And now I look at myself and I, and I, all the things that I did, whether uh, they were good or not so good, I can love that part of me. I can love it behind. It was who I am. It's, it's made me who I am today. It's made me to love myself even more to, to go through all the uh, challenges and all the mistakes and everything that I went through. It's, it's, uh, I, I I love myself more and more because of the the mishaps that happen, and again, it's what holds it all together. So it makes me who I am. So leaving it behind, just uh, instead of leaving it behind, leaving it behind is like discarding it. It's like throwing out a piece of garbage or something. Yeah, just throw it out. You know, just leave it behind. But loving it behind is picking it up and 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 nurturing it and saying mm -hmm. no, no, I'm I'm going to 
put this where it needs to be in its proper um, disposal. Uh, maybe it's a ritual. Maybe a lot of people do rituals, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Which yeah. is a great way people go through divorces, marriages, uh, communions, uh, bar mitzvahs. This, this, you're leaving something behind, but you're becoming so much more. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's necessary to understand what you just said, Monica, because of the fact that, look, as a, as a, a physical experience here, you know, I like to put it in, in terms of laws and principles and really, you know, like look at the, 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 this denomination denominator part of us where it's like, okay, like even how did I even, um, what, like what's really going on here in terms of myself as a, you know, when I first came into this life experience as a, as a, you know, one celled organism, really, right, mm-hmm. that started to then evolve. And it's the way I've been taught, which is worth considering on a regular basis, daily, that remember that you're evolving, and you're always evolving forward. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, they say you can't drive your car looking in the rear view mirror, think those kind of quirk, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things that help us to go how Yeah, that's true. I can't keep looking back and go forward. And you're meant to grow at growth, the law of growth, right? The law of growth is an evolution of you. And, um, and you, you certainly, you know, clearly we had to leave behind our, you know, the, the child, right? We, mm-hmm. we were an That's infant right. and then we grew and then mm-hmm. we became a child and then we grew and we grow, we grow. And I, one of the things that I think trips us up here too is like, Oh, I think I'm done because I'm an adult, right? Mm, well, you're not. Mm, mm-hmm. Like that's why parents get all like, grow up. Don't, you should know that by now. No, we're all constantly growing and learning. And like you were saying, Monica, all the things that we experience, if I can love them behind, and rather than, you know, attempting to push it, push it back there, never to look at it again. Beat yourself up over the fact that you made some. F- mistakes and failures which everybody thinks is a bad thing which is not true and um it's all growth and moving forward and and being in the present moment at the same time and that can kind of twist us around like well how am i supposed to do that but um there are ways where you're going to have way more of an ability to understand yourself at that deeper love level where you know it's all part of you so uh, to to uh, want to uh, please, I wish like beat yourself up and and really go into regret and and guilt and shaming yourself and feeling less than. I certainly raise my hand, right? That's why every day we we discuss what what this life really needs to coach yourself every day. And if you certainly can't do it on your own, you ask for help. And those are the smart people that get. The, fe- the, the results that are long lasting, mm-hmm. I feel like, because, mm-hmm. you know, the mind is a trickster. It'll come in and repeat things like the same thoughts come up around about it again, how bad it was. And I was bad and they were bad and, and all that, 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 that situation or those circumstances or that trauma even is bad. I had to redefine my traumas. They're not bad, right? <coughs> they were mm-hmm. just something that helped you. You're not at the time. You're not going to be aware of it at the time. You're in grief. You're in trauma. Your brain is different at the time. You, you need healing and you need help. 
And when you get to a point where you can sit with yourself and go, you know, how often, Monica, is it told like the, the most, you know, the people who I look to is like, wow, you know, you're really teaching me how to get beyond some of these limiting beliefs I have about myself and, and, um, and life in general, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that they tell a very similar story. It wasn't easy breezy. They went through traumas. They went through failures. They went through disappointments. They went through discouragement and despair even. And then fortunately with the kinds of um, tools and practices we share, you kind of, you're w- waking up to the love within you mm. that never judges you. It just sits there waiting on you mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to get to the point where you go, you know what? Look how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Right. Is a real that's the only like to me, I mm-hmm. was taught money. The only reason to turn around and look behind you is to go, wow, look how far I've come. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. I um, met with a client yesterday who um, I've been she's been with me now for mm, a little over two years now. And we meet uh, at first we met more once a week for for about um, three months. And now she comes once a month. And it started with her that uh, her husband wanted a divorce, but for no apparent reason. <laughs> and it, it really shook her, shook her when, when he wanted this divorce because she had no idea, no idea. And she found out by accident through papers sitting on her on the table. So it, it was a real betrayal um, how she found out. And there, there's and actually there's no actual reason for divorce they they, they're going through attorneys and her her uh ex is acting like he's still married they still live in the same house he still cooks dinner for her um he he they drive together at a doctor's appointment it's it's like they're totally married but he wants a divorce (laughs) now at first she was devastated i mean i'm telling you devastated and I met with her yesterday and, and I, and I praised her. I said, you have come so far. She didn't work. She was a stay at home mom. She raised four kids. One of her children had passed away <clears throat> within the last year. Mm. And she went back to work. She got a job. She's doing really well. And, and I, I, I said, do you see how far you've come? Mm. Do you mm-hmm. see, do you realize what an accomplishment you've made of yourself? I, I had to give her so much kudos mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. coming in such a really a short period of time from where, and, and she's still being going through this crazy divorce and she's accepting whatever the outcome will be. She's prepared for whether she, they have to sell the house and uh, you know, whatever it is, he thinks that he'll get, he's not, uh, he's going to get the whole house, but it's not going to happen. But anyway, it's, it's the, the progress that she's made right and and the acceptance of who she is and where she's come from and she's accepting where she is it's still a waiting game but she's and she's like in a limbo situation but she's calm she's collected she's working she's uh, progressed and expanded her life in such beautiful ways and this is and this is what I mean. She's she's loving herself behind. She's right. she and she's a perfect example. And I and I said that to her yesterday. So that, that this is good timing for her mm, for this mm-hmm. discussion. Right. You should have her listen to this because you know even if it's it's an, it's anonymous here yeah, we don't know who who it is but mm-hmm. 
if she hears that about herself, we needed to hear that all along, Monica. But exactly. We exactly. Sure, we could all point the finger at the fact that, well, you know, I was conditioned by when the family I was born into and everything, mm-hmm, and they weren't mm-hmm. exactly the most supportive people, and maybe they were even abusive or whatever. Um, not diminishing any of that, it adds to the these these slings and arrows, right? Mm-hmm. That we we take on here as human beings, and nobody gets out of here without it. To some degree, I don't care how perfect you think your childhood was. You had other influences that took you away from the truth of you, which is that you are you are loved. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that even though that's that word is totally misunderstood in the sense that, yes, we love our outside, you know, um, object of affection. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people love their car. It's an object, you know, and of course, we're going to have a different feeling in, in the heart space that opens up to let it flow out towards another being. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is this beauty of this lifetime where you're not a robot. You're not AI. You're actually <laughs> filled with emotions and feelings and mm-hmm. it gets to, and it's this soup, right? It's this mm-hmm. like, or you could, you know, sometimes it feels like it's, it's like just, uh, what can I say? It's like muck or something, but, um, other times it feels quite fluid and flowy and you're just gushing out all over a flower for goodness sake. Right. Or, um, a sunset or certainly hopefully, you know, you're a loving parent and a loving family member and a loving part of society and the loving, you know, towards every living thing, you know, and it's in degrees, but, um, that is what love wants to do. Mm-hmm. And when we are, when we're not loving the experience, whether it is something, like I said, Monica, I mean, some of them, it, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's worth it. And you're going to know you're going to come to know yourself at a much deeper level of the truth of you, which is love, right? And we we can look around and go, well, you know, it doesn't look very loving out there. People are pe- behaving pretty badly towards each other. There's wars. There's exploitation. There's abuses and all of that, right? But still. At the core of all of it, even if it's a dim little speck of a light, it's there. And if it, if we can project more love rather than hate and go away and you need to be punished, not that I'm saying there's, you know, things that have to be done, right, to stop people and all that. But I'm just saying if it's the core is you're coming from that level of I truly, truly know that there's more in you than what you're showing up as. And that's how people can then begin to change their, you know, their ways where they are doing things towards each other that are not loving because they didn't know how to love it behind and carry forward all the heavy weight of all of those bad feelings that they're projecting internally right? Don't Mm -hmm. we, can you relate to this internally towards myself? I am, you know, and then you have to get in there and go, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. You really do have to do this because you've practiced it. My raising my hand is I am not smart. I'm not smart enough. I was given somehow along the line. I'm just saying, because that is what I, I love behind every single day the perception that I'm not intelligence. I cannot not be intelligence. Sure, I might not know 
how to do trigonometry or I was listening to a show yesterday, Monica, and I sat there. I do this intentionally because I did. I just had a real struggle learning. I was not, I, and you know, you get the hidden undercurrent of the projection, whether you know it or not, because you are showing up like that. Right. And it took me a lot of years to get beyond all of it to the point where, of course, I have the ability to learn. I had, you know, probably diagnosed back then would have been a learning disability or whatever, but uh, reading and comprehension, all that stuff. But so it was harder for me. I had to work harder for it. Uh, it wasn't easy breezy. But to this day, I can tell you there's a remnant in there. And I can go, you know, I'm just going to love you behind. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just, this is a practice. Love, I love you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for for letting me know I still have it mm-hmm. active in me. So I'm listening to this pretty complicated financial. I you know to keep myself accountable to my own life. Right, mm-hmm. we want to educate ourselves, and I I love the source that I have for that particular ca- category of my life, my finances. Right. Mm-hmm. So I am listening to this discussion, and it is sounding like Chinese to me, Monica. I mean, everything they're saying, I just sat there and I was like, I literally paused it, said out loud, I did not understand one single word. <laughs> it was so complicated. It was about, you know, if you, if you, uh, before, I mean, I never, we don't grow up with all of that, generally yeah. speaking. Right. It's self education. So it's been a, certain challenge and i just go you know what just sit here there you're taking it in through your hearing Mm -hmm. and there is a part of you that's very intelligent and even if you have little bits of awareness Mm -hmm. there where you you can feel relaxed Mm -hmm. you know i get like tight when it's very complicated that's why it it kind of cut off for me in high school monica when it got to be more complicated math because math was like and, and, you know, some of these other more, what everybody would say would be a little bit challenging. Like, how do you become a rocket scientist? You know, I mean, it, that's always been one of the phrases that, you know, if you're smart, you're a rocket scientist because that's pretty darn smart. Or you're like um, a brain surgeon. You really had to be super smart. But we are all that. And to get beyond that, perception you want to love it behind that's just a perception of yourself or am i do i really need to become a financial wizard you know but no if i can get a basic understanding and feel confident in the people that are you know taking care of that particular aspect of my life or if i have to make a decision it's in there right so beliefs have to be loved behind traumas loved behind you know um these incidences like this woman with you know she's she has a great opportunity monica to understand that we're very mixed up here about certain things like the fact that people come together and they join and they become married right well we really need a redefinition of all these things because they're antiquated too you know right so is it a bad thing that you you're suddenly the person says you know I'm just, uh, this isn't for me anymore. This is just, I'm not happy in it anymore. I'm I'm trying, but it's just not working. And, you know, probably red flags were probably not exactly noticed. But, you know, I'm just saying that it's not a bad thing. So you love it behind. And you will grow and expand from an experience like that and know yourself at such a deep level that you're going to 
join in that love that truly loves you no matter what, right? Yeah, it's, um, we all have our gifts, talents, and abilities. Um, I have a brother who's a mathematical genius. He's a Mensa. He's great with languages, great with math. Same with me and and you. I um, algebra. I did well at. After that, I was tuned out. Yes, I just mm-hmm. just tuned out. Maybe if I had a different teacher who explained it, whatever the case might be, um, maybe I didn't feel safe. May, whatever the reason, I just right. could not get beyond um, algebra, <laughs> and I uh, just tuned out. Now I have two daughters. One who is like my brother. And she is very good with math. And the other is like me, who just could not grasp it at all. So we're different. And whether it's the yeah. right brain, left brain. And again, it's, it's whether some people are better at uh, composing music, so writing uh, right. literature. Some people are better at math. And some people are not so good. But that's the diversity of us all. So, right. yeah. so that's, all, that's all good. But to beat ourselves up because we're not good at something and we think we should be good at something is, is, right. um, is, you know, we, we again, I, I just did a newsletter as, as sent out, um, on Hedy Lamar, who was a beautiful, I was, I called a brain. She was a brilliant, beautiful and brilliant. Uh-huh. She, I mean, she was actually gorgeous, um, uh, uh, during the war, uh, world war two, she was born, I think in 1914 or something like that. And she actually developed the first Wi-Fi, believe it or not, her and a composer. She was instrumental in, she was Jewish, an Austrian Jew and developed a device to deter submarines because the, the, the Nazis were developing equipment that can detect these, uh, the ships and she developed something that scattered the frequency so they find them. And th- this was an actress, a beautiful, brilliant woman. You and, know that it, go ahead. You, know, I, and, <laughs> you so, go, go, go. So, so, so I mean, uh, and, and she, and I was watching a video on her because I was I'm fascinated by someone like her. And um, I think people should know more about her and they don't. Because she, she was she was such a brilliant woman, and she she had she did it through pic. She she pictured um, birds like like Leonardo da Vinci did. He, he she pictured things, and that's how she developed these these uh, devices that scattered the frequency to to help the uh, the Americans during the war effort. You know what interests me about that description, Monica, is going back to what I'm attempting to do here is we are all one, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what they said. We're all one. And I think that that's a very big challenge for most people to digest and actually allow for the, yes. that to be the truth. Yeah, because correct, we all yeah. look separate. We're, we're walking yeah. around. There's a boundary around us. And, you know, I'm going to actually bump into you if I get too close, right? But well, that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about energy they're talking that's about right. that's right they're talking about we all share the same what they call ether the field so what's available in there is available for everyone so if i sit and i calm myself down it's called meditation and i relax into it and i allow for um information to flow through me mm-hmm that's the creator creating through its creation, and, and it needs all of the, its creation equally. I, you know, so, it, you know, I don't know about you. I can get a little hung up on the fact that 
you know, how about this? We ever brought out, I, I actually heard somebody say this the other day, and this is a very, very important belief to love behind because um, a very commonly shared experiences for people to say when they were giving out, you know, blankety blank, right? Like you were standing <laughs> online when they were giving out brains, I must've been at the end of the line or when mm. they were giving out creativity, I must've mm. been at the end of the line. Well, that's not true. And you better not think like that to mm. the best of your ability because you're comparing, first of all. So the brilliant minds that are doing these things where we look at them and we go, wow, right? Mm-hmm. Like the major composers, the major artists, the major solution-oriented mind like Hedy Lamar that comes up with the image like Einstein would do, like he would just sit and be quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these, be- these, these minds would say the same thing. They would just sit there and be like, huh, that's a really good idea, Right. Well, that's because you're sitting in a field of information and you happen to be the one that opened up. It's like you literally opened up at the top of your head, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it came flowing in as an idea, but it Mm. doesn't come from without, I'm told, because that perception to me is off as well, Monica. It's like, it's not out there, it's in me. Mm -hmm. So if, if this is all infinite inside, right? Not the not the inside that you're thinking about. Not your organs and your blood and your bones right. and your tissues and it's the inner world that exists that is boundaryless, right? That's very intelligent, um, which we all are, but they happen to be the ones that are teaching it today. Are teaching about how you can access that. But, you know, sad to say, unfortunately, the educational system is very left brain oriented. It's very it's almost like hopping around on one foot to me. And it's very exhausting to do that. And if you blend yourself and you become whole, you'll you'll have a different perception, right, Mm -hmm. of yourself to be even that person. So the and the more you do it and the more it shows up like, oh, you painted a beautiful painting and then you were inspired to do another one and another one and another one. And we know their names. The museums are filled with them, right? Um, Or the composers. Well, they were just like ways in. I call it like the way in. So Hedy Lamar. And the other thing is, isn't it interesting? Like you think, woman, beautiful actress, she's probably not that smart. (laughs) (laughs) So, But ha-ha, yes, she was. And she actually showed like a whole being showing up to solve a problem like it's problem solution and the solutions are always there they say so even with some of the things that we talk about too monica and i know we're, we're going in different directions here but that's why like teachers that re- and listen to it now it doesn't matter when you start it just matters that you do you know i was taught um in this part of my life, this is more, all of this information came to me later on in my life that actually you have access to that every single night when you go to sleep. So when you are going off to sleep, your subconscious mind is literally wide open. So if you put in there, hmm, you know, um, a, a problem, like how am I going to, you know, um, how am I going to, uh, any kind of problem. Let's say it's like pay pay the rent this month, right? How am I going to pay the rent when you don't know the answer? You'll be very upset <laughs> because you don't know the answer. 
But fortunately, you're going to go to sleep. And if you prepare before you go to sleep and you get into a very relaxed state knowing, excuse me, my dog is, is, <laughs> is talking to me right now. Um, you know what I mean? And you know this very well, Monica. And this is what children need to understand. Everybody does that. You're, you're missing out on an opportunity when you're going off to sleep for a solution to come in. And because the subconscious mind language is pictures, you will get a picture. And sometimes it can be a very confusing picture called a dream, right? And you'll go like, what? I just had this recently. I woke up and I went, what the heck was that? (laughs) And then you sit with it and you go, what was that actually Mm. telling me? Mm -hmm. It was telling me something. So how did I feel in it is a question I've been taught from dream uh, understanding and that time of of your life. It's Mm -hmm. literally half your life, right? So we need to use that. That would be a very important, powerful um, uh, coaching tool to share on this call, right? Mm-hmm. And um, e- even with the love it behind uh, theme that we're on today, where if you're going, how am I going to let this go, right? How am I going to le- put this into perspective where it's not torturing me? I used to have images come up for me because of a uh, trauma that I had with Stephen, you know, the love of my life, my sweetheart, going through the pretty awful time, I didn't, you know, and, you, you know, you can't prepare for those things. It's just like, bam, you're in it. And I was in the hospital with him, Monica, right? And it was pretty darn traumatic in there. I was not prepared for it. It was like, to me, it was like um, a war zone, it felt mm-hmm. like to me. It's trauma. He was on the trauma floor. Mm-hmm. And not only that, he had cancer. I mean, it was like, you know, so... All of this stuff is like this whirling vortex of stuff, right? And you don't sleep in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't get into the deep, deep, deep restorative sleep. But the things that I knew, the things that I knew that that were the tools that were going to help me to be able to get through the other side of that and to be able to show up for for him, right? Mm -hmm. Well, those pictures have remained and they will pop up for me because I, and that's the last thing I want to think about. Mm. But in the beginning part, because you're still traumatized, they come up sure, quite often. Sure, sure, sure. Fortunately, with the, with the help that I have gotten with trauma, uh, understanding trauma at a deeper level and mm-hmm. loving it behind is the thing that has helped me the most because I was trying to push it behind me. Yeah. Well, that's what most you know? people will do. And I it's, don't it's, ever want to yeah. think about it again, mm-hmm. but don't, it, to, I understand this is very difficult, but actually welcome it because mm-hmm. if you welcome it, you go, you're welcome here too. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact, and you get in, get involved with it. It's going to be so wonderful for you and it won't feel the same. Even if those images come up for me anymore, which is very rare. Mm. And this is how they help people with any kind of trauma that you've seen that's over-the-top trauma. I mean, we've got our little jolts of trauma during every single day. There's no doubt about it. But when they're big like that and they just take over and your brain literally changes, the chemistry changes, mm-hmm. all the, that's why PSTD is what it mm-hmm. is, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you have degrees of all of it. And we have the ability to love these, love it behind you and it's there. It's part of you. It's, it's part of what's developed you into this really quite extraordinary being that you are, right? That you actually, I can turn around and go, wow, Kathleen, look how far you've come. And I can yeah. honestly say my heart fills up and goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. I say that I say that loud, but I go, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what that client. That's what I said to her yesterday. Look how far you've come. Look how far you. you I mean, and and she's at a totally different place. Isn't and, that great? And with with help, um, and yes. and doing the work, um, it you you too can uh, love it behind. It's uh, and it's 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 the wisdom of trauma. If you use yes. the wisdom yes. of trauma, yes. there's yeah. a great movie called The Wisdom of Trauma. Yes. Um, Gabor Mate, um, mm-hmm. who's a doctor, um, and a couple of other people helped him put the movie together. It's it's brilliant. Yes, it's, it is. It, it's a brilliant movie. Um, I'd highly recommend people to watch it. I mean, addiction, trauma, and yep. try, trying to self-medicate yourself to feel better. So un- understanding these traumas, where they come from, um, look at, you know, it's not dwelling in the past, but you have to look at the past and, and again, love your past for what there's an expression, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. So right, it's, it's right, yeah. That part of you that didn't get maybe the nurturing and the love and the support that you needed to grow up um, without any um, traumas and mishaps in your life, as you said, little or bigger traumas. They were our personal uh, growing pains to help us expand and express ourselves in a more way if we're able to allow them to just be part of our journey and yeah um, yeah so it's 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 all part of the journey and it's all good we're all growing and expanding into something better if we allow ourselves to just love ourselves deeply and 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 have that conversation with ourselves and what 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 is that darkness in it come on let's mm-hmm. have, let's mm-hmm. have a talk about it you know don't push it away what you resist will persist so so invite it in because that's the only way through is to go through the dark night of the soul yes yes he's so important that you said that monica and that's you know and what you were just saying too is you know have the the um love for yourself to mm. ask for the help because exactly. Exactly. it's very it, it is going to be there's no way I, even with all my coach training all the tools that I have and everything Monica I could not have done it on my own without no, other people each other. Mm-hmm. Who, who like you are with your client and, and my, that's always my goal that you're going to leave with a different perception of yourself as who you are mm-hmm. in the midst of all of this that you do have whatever it takes and yes there are going to be times you're on your knees you're Mm. going to get back up again and i'm going to put my hand down and lift you up and give you some things maybe to think about and tools to use Uh, so thankful i had them at the time because they will come right up to the surface and guide you they're like Mm. they're entities within you guiding you when you you know waiting waiting on the sidelines when you need to do go into patterns of breath, say that mm-hmm. was what one of the things that have it'll just take over for you and and uh help you have a different awareness and even help you to take those little breaks where you need to take a break just to recharge and all that kind of stuff. And 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 really tune into yourself and listen to that inner voice that's 
causing you to even go into a state of anxiety and fear or whatever the messenger is so that you do pay attention to it and you do do something about it and you don't fall into patterns that may take you down even further right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. into more of a, a you know some of those choices we all know what they are that are not going to help you in the long run they're very short-lived some of those pain relievers right so um you know uh this kind of conversation hopefully is going to cause you to sit and do it differently and, and have a different perception of some of these things that you might be wanting to just somehow or other, um, you know, destroy it, get it mm-hmm. out of, you know, mm-hmm. please you don't ever show up again. It's not going to work, not for the long run. And, um, and also you're not going to feel good in it. And, and when you do it, at least in the way that, uh, we're describing, you're going to have uh, a, a relationship with yourself and it's going to feel very supportive in there and loving and kind. It's not going to be beating yourself up and and chastising yourself or shaming yourself or blaming or even blaming other people, right? For your, for your experience or the world outside and all of that stuff, pointing the finger the other way. So that's why we do what we do. You know, I was reading about you know, Life Coach Radio, we started this as a resource for people and we offer a lot. You know, please come back and listen to any of our many, 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 many over, you know, I think we're up to like 120 now of our conversation. We try to hit it on all cylinders here. And the, mm-hmm. the first thing we wrote about it was uh, put like this. Now more than ever, we all need help navigating life, right? That's the first thing it says in the description about Life Coach Radio. Well, that is the truth. We all need help. And, you know, feeling separate and alone and and uh, you can fall down into that dark night of the soul and even into despair to the point of no return kind of thing. But we're here to help you. And we've got proven and effective uh, practices and coaching tools and <coughs> all of the resources that we can come up with that will make a difference in your life so that you can have a better life. And that's what you're here for. So let people know how they can reach out to you for your help, Monica. Sure. You can go to my website, which is the best way to get in touch with me. All the information that you would want is there. And that is monicabennett.biz. Bennett is two N's, two T's, and uh, .biz, B-I-Z is in zebra. And um, I I have another... uh, uh, website, a body and soul studios, plural body and soul studios, ny.com. And that is a physical place where we, uh, Kathleen and I, and, um, others will be teaching and holding workshops and retreats in the Catskills. It's a beautiful place because it's important that we connect physically with one another as well as virtually. So it's more than ever, it's really important that that we we feel that bonding, that connection, because we are not separate. So the more nature uh, the more we will feel whole and um, feel good about ourselves. And yeah, you know what word has become really important to me? Fellowship. I like the, I like, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. like you, you can find fellowship Mm. and it's, you know, if you, if you have a connection in any way, I think the first place is 
generally within a family, you know, you're mm-hmm. not feeling alone and hopefully you have a, uh, that loving most of the time thing, you know, and, um, but you feel connected there and you know that they're there and all that, uh, that feeling in, and in churches very often, very, or spiritual communities. One of the things that is the reason why it's so necessary for us to do that is because we need that. You mm-hmm. cannot, you can't, um, really feel the way you're meant to feel that deep connection and acceptance and, and uh, being able to be who you are with people in a fellowship. So that's how I think about Body and Soul Studios to mm, create that mm-hmm. feeling of fellowship. And there'll be resources. And it's, it's other, another resource for you to be able to do something for yourself uh, where you are, you're really giving yourself that sustenance, you know, that real, you know, what we truly need, like we need nature and light and oxygen and water and all of the that aspect of us that you take those away you are not going to thrive and uh, this is a way for you to be able to connect with people heart to heart learn a few uh, ways that maybe you've never heard of that are going to make a big difference and then Mm -hmm. you'll feel better in your skin and then whoever you're interacting with right Mm -hmm. is going to benefit so exactly So a lot coming up there. And uh, for myself, you can reach me at KathleenMartinCoaching.com. That's the letter K, KathleenMartinCoaching.com. Resources, and you can find out all about my life coaching programs. Very personalized to you. And for Life Coach Radio, it's LifeCoachRadio.net. That is net at the end. We again, you, you'll find our episodes there. You can find all of our episodes on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, for sure. Uh, that is our, uh, you know, main hub. And uh, any of them, just type in Life Coach Radio. And for social <coughs> media, it's Life Coach. So that's on Facebook. So. We hope that you will listen again. We do share a lot. Pass it on to anybody who you know who would benefit from a conversation like this to help them to be able to, you know, love behind some of these things that might be dragging them down, cutting off the life force, you know, Mm -hmm. don't have a lot of energy, not smiling too much and feeling like you're kind of, you know, uh, you know, just not, not feeling alive. So Mm. Uh, this is the kind of conversation, these are the kind of conversations we have on Life Coach Radio. So keep coming back. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's all good stuff. It is. So go forth and have a beautiful day, Monica. Thank you, Kathleen. You too. I'll Until talk the next to you time. soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.